That's right. Everybody be dead silent. That way I don't dead use the intro. Dead silent. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Let's get the uh, let's get the Marcus rant out of the way. Uh oh, I'm really angry at the world right now, and I wanted to take two minutes and voice my anger over the um. The, uh, the loudspeaker. Are you ear sensitive, Dave? I'm going to turn this up just uh, a... a little bit. Yeah, I have tinnitus, but it's fine. Oh, wow. That's like not working at all. <laughs> Thanks, United States government. Yep. All right. I guess that's the volume I'm going to get. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm angry at the world. So, Massachusetts today, like, went into effect that, like, we have to wear masks, which six weeks ago they were telling us that, like, masks do absolutely nothing for you unless they are the... Uh, d- don't don't interrupt yet. Let me, let me, let me spiel a bit. <laughs> Before before you uh, debunk everything that I'm about to say, um, so what I heard was like six weeks ago that they were saying I was like, dude, these masks don't do anything for you unless you have like these, like N95 like something filtration things. But Filters. like, they, but they want they want like all the like the properly properly filtered masks to like be like reserved for like healthcare and like whatnot. So six weeks into being effing fucking quarantine, they're like, oh, by the way, if you go out in public, you have to wear these goddamn masks. You know what? I'm the type of human being that like I bitch and complain and will fight everything in the hum- like humanly possible on the planet. I'll be a pain in the ass about stuff, I'll make jokes about stuff, but you know what? This is like one of those things like I'm not going to fuck with this. I'm just going to go with it because Massachusetts like, you know, like whatever, like we're pretty much under a fucking shackle and chain right now. It's like don't do anything in, in your normal life. Like this is this is the way the world is. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to even challenge this. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm just going to go with it, like kind of a thing. So today is the first official day that Massachusetts is required by law up to a $300 fine, if you're not doing it, that you have to wear masks in public. Mm-hmm. So six weeks ago, they were telling the <laughs> CDC and like all these other fucking scientists were saying, it's like, oh, it doesn't make any difference if you make a mask. Like if you feel comfortable wearing a mask, by all means, wear a mask. But it doesn't do anything for you. Especially like these cloth homemade ones that everybody's making. It's like a five to ten percent effectiveness kind of a thing. Like blah blah blah, cetera, 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 blah blah blah. Whatever. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I can't fucking go anywhere public unless I have a mask on. So you know what I have? I have a whole shit ton of disposable masks. I even have a cloth mask that a uh, a family member was able to acquire from another family member. So that I had like at least something like pretty if I if I decided mm-hmm. so all fine and dandy. <clears throat> Plus I work in I have a I have a weird situation at like my regular day job. We're not technically a public location, but we deal with 
outside people. We we deal with tenants. So if I'm in a tenant space, now I have to wear this goddamn mask while like I'm doing all my tasks. So I'm learning how to breathe through a pretty much a paper filter. <laughs> Somebody who on a general ba- general basis like runs relatively hot anyway. So all I have been breathing in for like the last X amount of hours of work is my own sweat <laughs> and huffing and puffing. But like like I said, not going to fight this one. So on my way home today, I decided to need a couple items for dinner. So I stopped at the uh, local Hannaford's. Mm. Now, the local Hannaford's is not. We have these things where, like, you know, we have these arrows <laughs> that are telling you, like, what what aisles. What direction you can go and which you, aisles. You can go down and, like, what aisles and, like, whatnot. So what I counted today, like, when I went into those Hannaford's with my stupid disposable paper mask because mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, be compliant and shit. So I walk in there. The very first thing I see, like when I go in there, is three fucking people without a goddamn mask on their face. Like I'm better than this world and this law. I'm not gonna wear this mask. I'm like, and I watch and I look. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to wear this fucking thing. I'm like, <laughs> like that's fine. That's cool. Luke, Luke. So. <laughs> I just proceeded on my way. I, I, I filtered through the store and like whatnot. I grabbed the items, the select items that I needed. And what what ends up happening to me, I have to go down like I actually have to go down three different aisles. And every three of the all three of these aisles, at the end of the aisle of me following the directional the way that the store has deemed necessary. I run into somebody going the opposite direction. One of which, because it's kind of like going down a one one like way road. Like if one way is left, you don't really think to look right because there shouldn't be anybody coming from that direction. I literally ram somebody like completely with my cart because they pulled into like the wrong aisle direction, and then I just stood there and waited until they moved completely out of the aisle before I continued with my day. And then after that, like, there's two other people without masks on their face. It's like, it's just driving me fucking nuts. I hate the fucking planet right now. It's like, you know what? The beer aisle had one direction that you could go down. And I went down the very empty aisle next to it that had all the empty shelves of paper towels and toilet paper. Because you fucking crazy bastards keep buying all these crazy paper products for, like, whatever reason. I went down the right way, and I rammed the lady at the end of the beer aisle because they were going the wrong way. It's like, dude. I'm a beer drinker. I went down that aisle of fucking desolateness. <laughs> Everybody else should do the same. It's like, it's just making me nuts. I hate the world right now. I came home today and I hated the world. That's allowed. I, I have a question. And that was longer than two minutes, but I needed to get I needed to get that off my, my face. I actually, I have a couple of questions, believe it or not. Uh... Are you sure that the uh, the local Hannaford you went to was in the same state with the same regulations? Definitely in Massachusetts because it was okay. in Fitchburg, Lemister, which we're about, uh, I would say, 40 minutes away from any border. Okay. That was that was my question. I yep. just wanted to make sure. Yep. All right. Uh, yep. Second question is actually a two-part, right? Yeah. So uh, if masks work, why are businesses not open? And if masks do not work, why are we required to wear, wear them? That is a... 
that is a we could spend a whole episode. <laughs> I'll let you ponder that question. Pro- Post your comments probably in an breaking, email. Probably breaking this one down because you know what? I'm actually in the in the ballpark of just fucking open them, dude. I, open like, everything because if as far as I'm concerned, if you are if you are a member of the threatened community, you need to take social distancing measures and stay home. But if you're a young, healthy, thriving member of society, who owns a mask? It's time to open up, <laughs> folks. It's time to open up. And the whole require to wear a mask thing is because, you know, I've been fighting it because it's uncomfortable for me. I don't like it. Like, I don't enjoy it. I don't either. And and that's, like, been my thing. Like, so I'm, like, pro open the world. <laughs> but and. It's it has nothing to do with like sensitivity kind of a thing. You know what? There was a quote on the radio today. Just uh, like my final point, then we'll actually get on with like the podcasting. There was a quote on the radio today. It's like you know, there's certain things that happen in the world where like everybody has to like consider their own and their own family. So to be shamed by somebody because like they have an aunt, an uncle, a grandmother, a grand, or you know, an older relative of their family that have unfortunately passed away from this epidemic. You know what? It's rough. That's one of those things. Like, you have to take care of you and your own kind of a thing. If you have a family that is not suffering from any of these things, we should not be in, like, purgatory right now kind of a thing. And that's the ballpark that I'm in. And it's not that I don't have elderly members of my family. I do have elderly members of my family, and I care about my family. I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want to see my next-door neighbor die. I couldn't even tell you what his name is. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's Dave. Thanks. (laughs) You're, You're a little ways down there. Stop being so dramatic. <laughs> but I am in the camp that it's time to open up the planet, and everybody needs to make smart decisions. Yeah, I think uh, those two things are uh, not synonymous. Open the planet, and everyone makes smart decisions. <laughs> but the other thing is, we actually live in Massachusetts, where we have like ninety percent har- harsher restrictions, and like pro- on everything, a- apparently seventy percent of the country, because like thirty-three states are open right now. Yeah, I'm moving. Good luck. See you, boys. Yeah. My uh, my barber just messaged me. It was like, hey, uh, you can set an appointment now, and I can legally cut your hair. I'm like, are we serious right now? Like, I need, I need like, a legal standing before yeah. I can get a haircut? <laughs> Sign this waiver. I will trim your hedges. <laughs> like, what kind of, like, if somebody told me, like, oh, yeah, I just made an appointment with my barber. Like, what are they, what are they trimming for you, bud? Again, motion sickness <laughs> watching Anthony move around. He's running through his house. It's yeah, better than when like a one year old grabs your phone and runs. You he's know? like, "Oh, Marcus is ranting. I can do chores." <laughs> Gentlemen, I say the mask stuff is gonna it's gonna be uh, varied answers across the board, no matter who you talk to. So I think it's just a clustered mess. I think uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping. I'm trying to be hopeful here that we're over the hump of this uh, this COVID crap and we can get back to normal soon, but we'll see. We'll see what fucking nightmare. What legislators say about the killer hornets arriving. Um, oh, yeah. Is that the next thing? Are we going to have to stay indoors because there's fucking killer hornets outside? It's just going to be back to back to like, back to like back. What like, what the fuck? No one dude, leave your home. Fucking put on bug spray. Or don't go. I, or, I don't know. Everybody just go to your basement and die because, I mean, that's pretty much where, <laughs> like what your options are right now. Um, hey, we're in a basement. We're halfway there. State of, Rhode State of Rhode Island already said all summer, no festivals, parades, or gatherings. Fun. One state. One state for, down. For a 99% survival rate. That's 
Fucking brutal. Okay. Anyway, we digress. Let's review beer. All right, kids. Recording beer reviews. So today, kids, wow, we have a uh, a pint. We have a pint that's made of uh, malt and hops and yeast and water. Uh, this is brought to us today from uh, Conway, New Hampshire. It's called Tuckerman Brewing Company, and the the beer we're about to review here is a session IPA called First Tracks. Now, if you will, for a moment. We'll take a moment to, to read what the can says so everybody can get a, a full understanding of what kind of beer this is. It says, just like getting in the first track's run, our first track session IPA is a smooth, easy drinking beer. Brewed with Simcoe and Citra hops, oats, and locally grown barley from Shady Elm Farm in Conway, New Hampshire. Awesome. <laughs> I've had Tuckerman before. I wish I could remember which beer that I've had from them that I really enjoy. I've, I've never had them. I know their Rock Pile IPA is a big is big for them, but there's one that I really enjoy that's not. Oh my god, we lost him again. There oh, he is. There he is. There I am. You need better interwebs. Probably. <laughs> there's like six people on my internet right now. So. Ah, there's the issue. Yep. Bandwidth. Well, if this keeps happening, we'll switch to just audio. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna call you. I tried doing us a favor. But yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. say too much about uh, what the flavors are. It's just that it's a session IPA, <laughs> you know. And what we typically know of sessions is that they're what, like, kind of hazy, right? Uh, light, I, so like, take their IPA and make it like, like a, a lighter version of it's it. It's a lighter. I'm curious what the alcohol by volume content is, oh, but yeah, it doesn't actually say anywhere. Then it's like nothing. It's like two point five hops, yeast, one pint ale. That's weird. Doesn't actually say in the can. I guess it's a guessing game. If you get hammered after one beer, you know it's strong. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. I could drink that. It's not bad. I could drink that. It's different. It's weird. It's a a very orange color. It is smooth. This is kind of strange. This is the first time I've... Maybe it depends on the light. It's a definitely a hazy orange color. Yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with it. I uh I think it's drinkable. I'm thinking ratings already, but uh it's weird because like this is the first time I've had a beer where it's like you can taste the bubbles. Like the bubbles have flavor. I remember my first beer. If that makes sense. Nope. No? Okay. No sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> bubbles are in my mouth, guys, so that's what beer bubbles. tastes like. Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> Second sip dictates. It's got a it's got a weird like aftertaste. Like it hangs with you a little bit. So if you drink if you drink Tuckerman beer like on the on I like don't a get general basis, like Tuckerman well, beer like tends to be like a little bit on the stronger side, especially their IPA. I believe it's a I believe it's called Rock Pile IPA. Don't quote me on that if I'm wrong. But uh, I think their big IPA is like called Rock Pile. IPA. And it's it's very it's a very strong IPA. So I can kind of sense some of that in this. It's definitely a lighter. Excuse me. Rock pile. You were correct, Marcus. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm so smart. Um, this is definitely like a very much lighter version of. I wish I could remember. Whatever. Like we'll review it someday. Once I figure it out. Um. 
Yeah, let's rate this bitch. Well, so first sip and second sip, I was like, there's no way it's this smooth. Like, I don't get any aftertaste at all. Maybe it's because yours is in the can. We poured our, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. sediments. Maybe it needs to be, I don't know. We, um, get, we get fancy odors. But, uh, no, this is definitely drinkable for me. I, I'm going to give this a uh, 4.5. It's not, it's like, it's not quite like something I'd reach for, but I'd drink it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody gave it to me, I wouldn't be offended. I'm going to go four. Okay. I like four. Four is a good number. It's definitely, be- it's better than average. Like, this is like one of those beers, like, you can pour this and enjoy it. Especially if you're actually in the Conway, New Hampshire area, this is probably going to be one of the only <laughs> beers you're going to be able to get. Because right. that's actually up in, like, the Winnipesaukee area. Oh, ain't nothing up and there. There's, yeah, there's nothing, nothing going on up there. So if you, want, if you want, like, local brew, I'm sorry, guys. Tuckerman is going to be, like, a thing. But, like, if you see the uh, if you see the first track session IPA, I mean, yeah, by all means, order a draft. Like, that's going to that's gonna do you just right. Yeah, I'd definitely check it out. What do you think, Anthony? Um, It's not bad. It's it's like I said. I get that it could be the can. I think the aftertaste is what kills me a little bit. Um, but overall, flavor like off off the bat isn't bad by any means. It's not bad, especially for an IPA. Right. Um, yeah, I know but, you're not uh, a fan of IPAs. Well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I would probably have to go with a four because it's not. I mean, okay. I've had worse. Believe me, you know what I mean. This is definitely drinkable. <laughs> so what's the official review? What's that like four point two? We'll round up. It's a four, a four, and a four, five. So it's 0.5 divided by three. Yeah, so 4.2. We're going to round it's up. Like Too many decimals. Seven. Yeah, round up. 4.2. All right. That's it. Tuckerman, first track, session IPA, 4.2 rating from us over here at Heavy Metal over a six-pack. Good job, Bowling. Tuckerman. We're proud of you. We'll, uh, we'll host another beer from you guys if you want to send them. Coming up next. <laughs> Headlines. If you want to send them. But... Bl- Please send them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think they might. But yeah, it takes like three hours to drive up there. So. <laughs> we'll leave you a six pack on the door. Just pick it up. And it's only because there's no direct route up there. That's All the right. only reason it takes. All right, we digress. Headlines. Heavy metal headlines. Who wants to go first? Yes. I I will go first. That's in front of me. So, as for Five Finger Death Punch, we are aware that Jeremy Spencer, the drummer, did leave, what, last year, right, probably? Yes. Ish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, go ahead. I was going to say health-related. If I thought, well, didn't, I thought... He became like a police officer, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 he did. That's right. That yeah. was my question when you first sent the, the article. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, oh, so... Am I confusing my bands? He's not the one that had the back problems? No. Well, okay. he might have he might have used an excuse to get have. out of the band to make his own band is what it kind of looks he like now. Have. Okay, I'll shut up. He he became a police officer. Yes. So when I saw this uh, article, I was a little concerned. I guess confused, maybe. Uh, so there's a band that's out. Uh, they released their single. The band is called Psychosexual, Ugh. and it actually has Jeremy Spencer as the main vocalist. Uh, so evidently, reading into this, he so it's it's a what's the word they use? It's a character-driven band. Uh, so Jeremy Spencer is known as Devil Daddy. Huh. As you can see where this is going. 
Uh, so as Devil Daddy, he's actually put out an entire album prior wow. to this. So it must have just been a side project mm. that he kind of did on his own. Now that he's not in the band, maybe he's kind of jumped into it more. That's my guess. Uh, so I, I believe so. Everyone's named again, a character driven. So you have the guitarist who is the crucifier, the bassist who is Astaroth, the drummer who is Volak. And then, of course, you have Devil Daddy. Right. Um, so it's it's interesting, I guess, with the term. Um, it's not what I expected. Uh, he, he he says that he uh, his influences were like David Bowie, Devo. <laughs> so I mean, I get that because it's got this weird astral thing, but it's it's exactly what you think it would be by the name. It's 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 sexual. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh. exactly what it is. Like some of the lyrics are like I don't know, like. It's uh, it's Fox metal steel panther. Like, that. like it's yeah, exactly. It's, it's like it's, it's devil steel panther is what it is, uh, and it's it's very interesting and very strange. It's just I didn't expect this. Um, again, they're on Spotify, so if you really feel inclined, he's got the whole thing going on for him. Yeah, it's very interesting. So that's a thing now. Gotcha. So, the first um, single from Psychosexual's debut album, Torch the Faith and Let the Sin Begin. <laughs> uh, I wonder what they sing about. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. I wonder Pigeons. if I'd be able to listen to them while I was growing up. Yep. <laughs> Quite visual. Yeah, that's what I got for you. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's very... You know, and so he has these kind of, like, the other members have, like, their own masks that are all the same it reminds me of ghost because ghost does the same thing you have what is it pop up armadillo whatever the hell his name is up front and then you have the guys in the back who all have that black mask yeah so this it's... Is a, it's very similar to that yeah it's a i th- i feel like there's always anytime people wear masks it's like it's kind of already been done it's like a no, and I don't. I don't say that to be mean. It's just like one of those like. I just want to validate my claim. Spencer, who co-founded Five Finger, De- Five Finger Death Punch with guitarist Zoltan Bathory, underwent back surgery in the fall of 2018. So okay, it was so back. It was back related. I'm not completely psychotic. Like I li- No, I mean this I, host pays attention. Oh, he's throwing shade at the other host. Which shade? Which which host is he throwing shade at? Not throwing shade at anybody. I'm just it's saying, me. Like I'm defending myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention. <laughs> I was right for once. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote twice because you got the brewery right. Cool. Uh, uh, the beer. I'd be I, super pissed if I got the beer wrong. <laughs> I mean, seriously. This is Bush League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, Marcus back to the miners can identify as Tuckerman beer. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Uh, well, in other <clears throat> news. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, this news broke, what was it, about a week ago? Um, and we here at Heavy Metal Over Six Pack can all say from the depths of our souls that we feel awful about this next news story because we got to see these bands live this past year. You know, back when live shows were still a thing. Saw them twice. Back when, uh, back when people could still go to music festivals and things of that nature. Uh, unfortunately, both the bands Static X and the band Dope uh, had over $200,000 worth of their gear stolen from their shared warehouse space, and it's gone now. 
So Shitty. imagine like, you know, you worked your whole life building up all this various gear to make your your stage presence easier at mastering your craft and all these other things and then some poor soul looking for meth money decides to go through your warehouse and sell all your stuff for 20 bucks. That's pretty heartbreaking. Um, the brutal part is, is like this all happened like during this pandemic. Right. Like this stuff is all be like in storage right now. And, you know, this is like one of those things like it makes you feel like like this has to be like kind of inside because I don't feel like it's exactly. like I don't feel like it's heavily advertised. It's like, hey, when right. these guys aren't on tour, hey, this is where Slipknot shit is. Yeah, this is where Lincoln Park stuff is stored. Right. Like, like, I don't think that's like necessarily like public knowledge. You don't right. Google that shit. It's, it's not like, something oh. we would just stumble upon. Right. You know, like that's why they have like street teams and stuff. You know what I mean? That like yeah. load and unload all their stuff and pack. Like, right. I don't know. I feel like, uh, and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. So I'm not throwing shade at either one of the bands. Uh, I'd just say moving forward, you know, maybe a more secure location, whatever that means. I don't know what the issue was here. I don't know. You know. Anthony, maybe uh, maybe you'll maybe you'll remember like we actually covered like a story like was it Lamb of God? Yeah, they had the two guitars that were stolen. That like they had like a bunch of shit like stolen like kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like one of those deals. Like you know, you don't steal something necessarily for like personal gain. You steal this for like like personal profit kind of a deal. Right. So the the intention is that like at one point you're gonna like flip this stuff, and it's like. It's not a fan thing, like, uh, like definitely, because like, right. if you're, like, a collector or, like, a fan, it's like, oh, hey, I have this stolen merchandise from, like, Static X. Like, dude, you stole shit from Static X? Yeah, like, how do you sell this stuff on the street without getting your face kicked in? Like, you're a dick. Like, <laughs> Well, the, the Lame of God one was the same thing. Like, it was actually posted to eBay or whatever, and somebody found it and tried to buy it. Just to kind of get the guy, right? But yeah, then he, we pulled out the last minute, and, and they couldn't find. They lost oh, track of him. Oh man! Yeah, let's yeah. meet at the Wendy's. Yeah, that's the worst. He's got like an entire biker gang waiting. There's <laughs> 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 oh, a weird like convention Hell, in town. Hell's Angels. <laughs> I didn't know Hell's Angels is in town. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's but. Strange. You know, you know, it's actually too bad though, because like this tour was like cursed. Like um, myself and Anthony actually saw two stops in this, and um, Dave came with us on the Rhode Island, the Rhode Island trip. Yeah. Um, Raven Black had to drop out because they had like car issues, and like they they just ran out of finances. They're like, we're not yep. just not making any money, and we have to bail on like the last couple of tours or the yep. last couple of shows on this tour. And then it's like this whole thing was like just fucking jinxed. Yeah. It seemed like a string of bad luck. And so I don't want to be that guy. And I am totally, this is only my my perspective. I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying anything is an official story or anything. But I was curious if they had any kind of insurance policies on their stuff, you know, to where like, hey, that's. With the label, I'm sure the, the label. The tour didn't go so well, and then all our gear got stolen. So like, oh, we just get all this money for new gear now, you know. And not not saying that happened, not saying right. that's the case. It was just one of the first things that crossed my mind in the scenario because I thought it was odd. Because first of all, who would know where all of your stuff is, and why would they steal all of it? Because we know as musicians, like if you go to, if I were to go sell a piece of Anthony's drum set somewhere. He'd recognize it. Somebody would know. Like, the music community is a very small, tight-knit community. Even if you play folk music, you know, 
and in techno or something. Like well, when you see music yeah, stuff, you're like, wait a minute. Especially the higher end. I mean, like those guys right. actually will jot down their serial numbers, mm-hmm. like kind of a thing. Because I mean, you're not talking about like a two hundred and fifty dollar guitar from right. Guitar Center. You're talking about a twelve hundred and fifty dollar guitar, right? And up, and up, and up, and up. Because I tried wrapping my head around this, and I was like, how much money could somebody, say one guy went into this warehouse and took all this gear, right? Just one guy. Odds are it's probably multiple people, but how much money do you think you could actually make off of used gear? You know what I mean? I understand it's 200000 so even a chunk of $200,000 is a so, lot of money. I'm not saying it's not. Unfortunately, the good thing, the thing about like musical instruments, they, they hold their value like superior, like they mm-hmm. hold superior value. So, right. But my question is, but that's why also would- the thing because, like, you know, even if you like, if I went and sold one of my five guitars to Guitar Center, they hold it for forty-five days. Yeah, to make sure. Yep, to make sure that like the information doesn't get like yep. cross-reference with like a yep a investigation or like whatnot. <laughs> so like everything that the these guys like picked up like has to be like. Under right. under market, like you can't go to somebody credible. Right, exactly. I remember trying to go to like freaking Guitar <clears throat> Center, and, like wanted to buy like a pedal, and it's like no, you can't buy that pedal because like we just got it yesterday. You have to we have to hold it for like thirty days. It's like what? Yeah, I want it now. It's on your display case. What are you I talking res- about? I respect <laughs> him for doing it. It sucks, but I respect no, that's part of it. You know, it's like like once it's like a want- double sided thing too. Like you're like, well, that's stupid. But then like in the other side, you're like, okay, like, it's I only stupid because I want it now. But see, <laughs> like, so like, so this is, is it here. This is my question, and just from what I read in the in the article, right? If I was Dirtbag Dave and I wanted to steal a whole bunch of stuff from a warehouse, if I know that I'm not supposed to be somewhere and I have to think like a criminal, what do you think I'm going to grab first? High-value items. That's the first thing I'm going to grab is all the high-value items. Now, the the other question is, where are you going to offload those high-value items? Because they're (laughs) high-value, and the music scene is small. And you don't have many options. Like, are you, are you selling them to, like, people in China? Are you, like... Right. And even then, it's tracked. Like, what do you... I, like, I don't understand the market. I just didn't understand why all of the gear was taken. You understand? Like, that's my question. Why was all of it taken? Because if somebody's like, like, yo, I just ripped uh, Wayne Static's guitar and I have it now. Like, that's twisted and messed up and horrible. But I would like understand a- why somebody took that one thing. But for you to take everything from the band, like... Right. Is it like vindictive? Did you guys tour with like a band that hates you? Like, should there be an yeah, investigation right. into what these other bands' gear now is? Because you're gonna see your guitar a couple stages later, you know, after touring with said band again or something. Like, I don't know. I just, just it just seemed kind of weird to me. I got a weird vibe. You know what? The, like the, the the other thing about this, and like not to go back to like my my rant, like at the very beginning here, <laughs> like kind of a thing, but you know. At the end of the day, there hasn't been a whole lot of backlash like with this whole pandemic thing. But like, you know what? The, the, tr- the reality of the situation is there's going to be people that are out there that are going to start getting desperate. Yeah. And that's why I say like th- this has to be inside. Like exactly. somebody who offloaded a truck or offloaded right. a car or right. drove somebody somewhere exactly. knew exactly where this stuff was yep. and knew exactly how to get into it. And it's like, hey. Guys, let's go get this shit, man, because, you know, at desperate times, desperate measures kind of a thing. And, like, you know, the scum of the earth is going to start. Well, what I was going to say is that. And, you know, they're going to sell it for fucking pennies on the dollar. 
somebody's gonna like you know flea markets like all that other bullshit like eventually like somebody's gonna have like a fucking v jackson guitar that came from x artist right and not even realize right <laughs> kind of a well thing. so i recently watched a documentary about a certain jersey that was stolen after a certain super bowl and there was a couple of jerseys yeah they found that yeah they found him you know how they found him they tracked him. They backtracked everything. So here's the thing: after five thousand dollars, microchips. It becomes a. It, this is a, this is a felony offense right now. Whoever stole all this stuff. That was my other thing: was that if you're gonna steal all of it, upwards of two hundred thousand dollars worth of gear that you stole, now you're now it's a federal investigation. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna they're gonna reach out and figure out who all was involved with the the bands this entire time, and then carefully track all of their bank accounts. And everything else. And the second you have the slightest slip up, they're going to be like, oh, hey, what's up? They're going to go all the way with the probe and figure out who you are and ruin your life. Like, You know, the thing is also, like, I remember the uh, the Lamb of God incident. Like, that was actually all venue related. Like, that was venue employees. Right? That, yeah, exactly. That, they got access to, like, this stuff. And it's like... Exactly. It's... So, moving forward, my advice to every band is to make sure your stuff is secure. Have cameras or some security system wherever you store your gear. Do all of your shows online. That way you don't even have to bring it anywhere. <laughs> but go. even if, like, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, that's not what we're doing now? <laughs> Maybe now. It might be the future. Um, virtual. I've been saying that for days, and everyone's like, ooh, Marcus <laughs> is afraid of technology. Like, I'd like, be like one of those people. Like, I just I just paid five ninety nine for this virtual concert experience in my living room. You owe me a guitar. Where the, uh, what's the, what's that, the, the thing they did with Tupac, the hologram? You have, like, hologram yeah, concerts hologram, now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is gonna, that going to be the thing? Is we're going to have the to mail drum, drumsticks to, like, all the fans <laughs> for, like, the, uh, yeah. chucking into the crowd thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just like a, it's just like a loaded thing. Everybody gets the trophy, man. You all get a drumstick. Oh. Signed by Anthony. No, but I was going to say, I, I hope bands take this as, uh... <laughs> Like I, he, I hope they they heed the lecture in this and understand that there's there's people out there who want to do you and your music harm. This is one of those things, though. It's like, what can you po actually possibly do? Because you know, I've actually personally played at the um, this place in Worcester, the Raven. The Raven is notorious for being in a shit ass neighborhood. Yeah, like there's been <laughs> multiple stabbings. and multiple and multiple. Like if somebody shows up with like a trailer, the trailer will get looted. Because your trailer, there's probably something expensive inside. We don't know what's inside, but there's right. probably something expensive inside. It's like, what exactly are you supposed to do? It's like, right. you have to, you know, you have, I don't There was a, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, it's like one of those things. Like, you have to like, just rely on like the hum faith of humanity that like my stuff is still going to be in my car. No, people suck. Don't trust people ever. Like ever, <laughs> like insure your shit. Stuff. Register your exactly. Stuff, take down your serial numbers. Do your due that diligence. That way you can actually do like everything like humanly possible. Yes. Because you know you know what the cop doesn't want to hear. It's like oh well, man. There was like eight grand worth of stuff in my car. Oh, cool story, bro. If I tell you that like I had like PA head serial number blah 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 model blah 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 if i had a guitar blah 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 with serial number blah 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 like that's like a more like credible article so do you do diligence right. and like track your stuff and if you do get looted trust in the system 
Yeah, you can't see that. But can you see it backwards? It's like it. it's all glared. Can you see it? Okay. I can see. It. I sure um, no, but that was my thing is like do your due diligence as a band and I don't know like my thing is like Me personally, I would never feel comfortable storing something somewhere that mm -hmm. I didn't have keys to you know what I mean? Like in an ideal I, world I keys to where mine are, but in an know, ideal world I'd have like a separate garage from my house where I just kept all of our gear locked under you know camera surveillance and insurance and all this other stuff, but like okay. Well, it's like one of those things too. It's like because like I've actually heard bands actually say it's like, dude, I'm not gonna play the Raven, man. That place like is yeah, in a like, bad part it'll, of town. It'll, it'll it's like stolen. I love the Raven. The Raven yeah, is, place is good. The Raven's amazing. Yeah, I mean venue wise. Yeah, yeah venue wise, like, it's venue awesome. wise, neighborhood is wise, neighbor wise, I mean, anything yeah. in Boston is tough. But that's the thing. People are getting desperate right now. There, but whatever. Okay, same thing. I said Boston. I meant Boston area. Yeah, my bad. There you go. So like anywhere there's I don't know, uh, we play the jungle. I, somebody told me that like that's a shithole too. I was like, really? That was pretty nice to yeah. me. Well, anytime there's it's like a higher populace, so you're gonna have more crime and everything anyway, because everyone's living on top of each other. But especially <clears throat> when there's something like this going on, crime per capita, where everything shut down. Yeah, no, I, I just six pack. I just want people. I want all like. It, there's a lot of local bands that listen to us. There's a lot of other musicians and stuff that check us out. Like, I want you guys to never be in this situation. I want you to be able to make your music for as long as you want to be able to make your music. And I only want your gear to leave you if you want to sell it. Like, <laughs> but I sure. want you to do your due diligence on everything. And I would like lynch mob mentality if you do Dude. get robbed. Like, we're going after <laughs> Yeah, them. like, if we find the guy, like, let's let's... Pitchforks? No, not even pitchforks. All you got to do is just leave him in the street. That's it. You just leave him in the street, and when the cops roll up and nobody's around helping him, they know. They know the message is sent. Like, just just leave him in the street. Make an example. One time. You know? Like in Japan, in Japan, if you, like I've said this before, you drop a wallet in Japan, nobody touches it on the sidewalk. It'll be there for like a week. You could have like $300 sticking out of it. No one's going to touch it because they'll cut your hand off. Bitch, <laughs> like, bitch, don't make me think I won't cut you. Like... Like, they'll chop it off. Like, somebody's desperate enough, like, you know what? I could either have, like, the best meal of my life and one hand after, or I could just ignore it and try to, you know, find something else to do with my life. And I feel like we kind of, we need to bring that mentality back here. Yeah, we need, we need mob rule. Because when it comes to band mob stuff, like, well, it's just Texas, rude. I think they got all that stuff. No, I mean, I think, like, what is there to be gained? Like, the only thing gained from this is that Static X and Dope now probably have to, I mean, obviously, the only thing to be gained by this is, like, you, you're now the biggest dick in the world. Yeah. And yeah. you have to, like, find, like, a channel where, like, somebody doesn't know what they're talking about, and you're going to get, you're going to sell those equipment off as, like, pennies on the dollar, and somebody else is going to buy it for pennies on the dollar. That's what I'm saying. Some of these people are buying this shit off of, like, like yeah. Craigslist and fucking eBay and, like, right. all this other nonsense. It's like, dude, I just got this fucking full stack of blah, blah, blah. Bro, where do you fucking think it came from? Yeah. How'd you get it for $20? <laughs> hey, why don't, you why don't you read that SIN number off for yeah. me, bro? Was the guy scratching right. his neck when you gave him the money? Oh, wait, that's <laughs> mine. Oh, wait, that's mine. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'd love to be in that situation. Like, yeah, I'd love to buy this off you. They give you your own serial number. Like, look, uh... You can either go to the hospital or you can tell me where all the rest of my stuff is. <laughs> like, you pick. You got good health insurance? No? How about you pick your casket? No, I'm just kidding. All right, this is a little too You're far. Right. You know, anyway. about, I've actually <laughs> always said, far. and like I brought this, the last thing I, I would say about this, like I brought this up like with the Lamb of, the Lamb of God situation. Like Lamb of God actually had guitars taken. Right. Like signature 
one of a kind. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna mm-hmm. find guitars, kind of a thing. And the guy has, was actually like, dude, if you have any information, like this shit actually has sentimental value for me. Like he would he would pay like probably twice right. the value of that shit right. just, just to get, get it back, returned to him, right? Kind of a thing. And it's like just like any other fan of like any other band, kind of a thing. It's like you know what? If you run into a situation like this where like you can actually identify it, it's like the the metal community takes care of them takes care of each other more than people give us credit for yeah like True. there's a there's a there's a family mentality here that you definitely don't want to fuck with right and especially if you hit the wrong click man if you hit the wrong click and you burn the wrong click that click is coming and it's coming hard and it's going to hurt <laughs> <laughs> well it's especially cuz like the metal community has already been like you mentally, know mentally, physically, financially, however you want to like break it up. It's gonna hurt because you know what? You know we take care of each other. I mean, needless to say, heavy metal over six packs gonna be following this story closely. So if there's any new news, you guys are gonna hear it from us, and you know we'll, we'll continue to voice our opinions on it. But uh, my issue is that like there's just there's just nothing good to be gained from this. Like even if you could make half price on everything and make a hundred thousand dollars, like. I don't understand how you could sleep at night knowing that, it like... It doesn't make you not a piece of shit. Yeah, so. like, you steal, like, people's stuff that they've literally... Like, you're talking about kits, like, drum kits and guitars and amps and microphones that have lasted some people's entire lives. Like, they've been on the road. They've been on these tours like that. You're never going to get that back. I feel like there's some jerk somewhere in L.A. County just sitting with, like, a warehouse full of stolen stuff. Like, yeah, look at all my cool crap. The last like, comment that I would actually like, make to like this and like whatnot, like when you get to the level like Static X and Dope, like you know, obviously like everybody like there's probably like ninety percent of the bands in the world that would want to like get up to that level. Right. You need to like also consider the fact that like you got to take care of the people that are actually work for you, because yes. like you you see right. a lot of different crews, you see a lot of different like venues, like kind of a thing. Every venue has like their own crew, kind of a thing. You don't want to be the dick, right, man. And it's like, I, I, and by no means am I saying that anybody, even if you are, they were dicks, if anybody deserves to get their shit stolen, like kind of a thing, but take care of the people that take care of you, kind of a thing. It's kind of like if you go out to a restaurant and like you have a, you have a waitress, waiter, like what, whatever the case may be, you got to take care of the people who like serve your needs kind of a thing. So if you're at the point where you have crews of people like servicing your equipment, take care of the ones that take care of you right. kind of a deal because you know desperation is desperation's a sick puppy it sure is and i don't think it's it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better unfortunately <sighs> especially especially nowadays i i don't even think we've scratched the surface of that but no not even with that being said we're going to move on to our big dog show today. We'll be right back. Heavy metal over a six-pack hidden gems. Fans, you probably should know by now. Hey, none of the other hosts are listening. I'd actually like to elaborate on something. Like, when I say that like, you have to, like, treat your crews and, like, whatnot, like, with, like, a certain decency, I'm not saying that you have to, like, shell out, like, a whole bunch of, like, free shit because, like, I'm a firm believer, like, you work the job that you're you're paid to do kind of a thing but i'm talking about acting like a common decent human being like don't be a cocksucker pretty much to like the people that like work underneath you i don't know if that needed to be reiterated 
and I might edit this out, but I wanted to like, just throw that in there. So once my hosts are all back in attention, we'll move forward with our day. Love you. Enough of your psychobabble bullshit. Get on with it already. Yeah. All right. So today's main event. We like to do so. We like to do this thing every like so often, like where we uh <clears throat> we uh we discuss these uh these bands that like you may or may not have ever heard of before. We call it hidden gems. It was our. It was actually our first episode that like we've ever recorded as a podcast. Like we tried like filling you in like all kinds of like hidden gems and like in various episodes like beyond that. We just like to discuss bands that like you know we've listened to that you may ne- <clears throat> may not have ever heard of. So today we're gonna feature some more hidden gems. This is our, our first time for 2020. So this is another round of. Uh, in gems, we all have like extra time on our hands, so like we're all probably you know clicking that <clears throat> fans also like button and diving yeah. into the deep holes. The discovery of... button if you're a Spotify user. Discovery, <clears throat> subscribe, like, follow, share, repeat. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Is that who I sounded like? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Eliza. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything about that show anymore. I haven't watched that show in like twenty years. Okay, it's been like two years, but still. <laughs> I just know the fleet plays Donnie, that's all I know. I just know Donnie's my favorite. <laughs> so the uh the point of today is we're gonna try to give you some bands that like you may have possibly heard of, but maybe don't get the recognition <clears throat> that like, you know, the mainstream bands actually like get. So they may they, they may be up there but not up there kind of a deal or you may have never heard of these bands and by which by all means I would say the whole reason why we do this stuff is to like check these bands out like we'll link as much as we possibly can to like all yep. of these stuff so you can um, check them out after you listen to us <laughs> see okay that's it that's all I have for an intro want me to start I'd love to yeah go ahead cool. I'd love all to right. I decided to go with my most popular and then I'll work my way back to my least popular. When I say most popular, I'm talking okay. about monthly listeners on Spotify. Hmm. That's how I decided to gauge. Wow. My most okay. popular. Okay. My most popular has <clears throat> 256,203 monthly listeners on Spotify, hmm. which seems like a really large number, but in the Spotify world, I would say that's actually pretty tiny. Huh. Yeah. Um, this band is out of, um, this band is actually, this is a German band. Come to find out, <laughs> and I had to actually, I had to actually like look up like how to actually say their name, and because the like it's like one word, and it's actually how it says Anne is okay, one word. Hmm. See, Anne is okay. Did Michael Jackson ask about it? It's not Annie. It's not. It's not Annie. It's Anne. Anne yeah. is okay. Okay, but think about if Michael Jackson. Wow, Jaskin? Jackson asked you, Marcus, like, hey, (laughs) is Annie okay? What would you say to him? You'd be like, yeah, Anna's okay. So if I I was going to talk about, like, Anna's okay, so you know know what I would, like, compare Anna's okay to? I would would compare them to, like, a um, From Ashes to New. Oh, okay, yeah. And I feel like... A little new metal-ish. Like, I feel like... When From Ashes to New first came out, like I was on the From Ashes to New like bandwagon like very very early, 
Like I knew, like I found them when they were just releasing like EPs. I found them when they were just like getting on like their first couple like big tours, kind of a thing. And like they have the same kind of formula as a lot of like these quote unquote new metal, new age, or new age new metal bands like kind of have. They have like the right amount of like clean vocals, but. The difference with these guys is Take From Ashes is new, but you're going to add a, like, a little bit more of a metalcore scream to them. Huh. So you have the guy that's like doing the clean. You have the guy that can do like kind of like the rap. There's a little bit of like a l- electronicness to him, but there's a better metalcore scream. Kind of reminds me of like I Prevail and uh, Under Oath. I don't know Ish. why Under Oath. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like definitely. Like definitely. Like, it's- <clears throat> But the um the the song that first attracted me to them is a song called uh, "Shut the Fuck Up," and it's it's a it's an up and comer. It's a it's a they just released the single. It's like from April seventeenth. It's the first thing that I heard from them, and then I'm like, well, let me go check out the rest of the stuff. And they, like they have they have a good handful of songs that like have like a million plus like listens, kind of a thing, but. Especially over here in the states. So I mean, if you're in an area where like you got you know these guys, it's like well, I mean, good for you. That's awesome because yeah, like right. these guys are amazing. Like it's like their whole catalog is enjoyable, but they're not getting recognition over here. They're not on Octane. They're not on like every like all right. the channels that I normally listen to. I just happen to like find them because like I decided to start a radio channel from Danger Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Which is right, actually probably right. like another con- like another topic. Like, how many people know who Danger Kids is? It's like, right? But this is like that's true. This is like modern new metal, like at its finest, like kind of a thing. And like I said, I compare them like to From Ashes <clears throat> to New because like they ha- like kind of have like the same sense, especially the new From Ashes to New. But it's just good. It's the right amount of clean. It's the right amount of heavy, and it's so aesthetically pleasing for me. And is okay. Is okay. Okay. Well played, sir. Well played. Fair enough. That was good. That was, I like the build up for that. I'll give you points. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Brownie points. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I, uh. Hey. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Take, is a uh, great next. song, by the way. Like, phenomenal song, good. by the way. Okay. Sorry, Anthony. You can't, you can't listen with us. No, no, if I. Oh, I've already listened to it. And mm-hmm. I've been reading. I have. Yeah, I have two sets of headphones, so I'm back and forth. Oh, I'm proud of you. Oh, oh. I'm a smart bird. Oh. oh shit, my big. You mouth. know, birds have hollow bones. It's weird. Don't we have hollow bones? Anyway. Typically? I don't know. Never uh, looked. It's like filling uh, an arrow. <clears throat> I mean, technically, but technically, the birds their like respiratory system goes through their bones. So. But anyway. Anywho. <laughs> We don't want your side. Uh, <laughs> the more you know, and knowing uh, is half the battle. I'll never forget that. Uh, so I went a little different with mine. I was kind of all over the board with my four choices here. Um, the first one that I'm going to jump with is these guys have been around technically since 1996. So they've been around for quite a while, which actually I didn't even know that. So that's cool. But um, the band is Shaman's Harvest. They are kind of the you know Wikipedia puts them as post grunge hard rock alternative metal. I guess post grunge would be more so kind of 
maybe even kind of like uh, they have that almost like a clutch sound. I guess would be a good term. I like a, sure like grinding a gears as a clutch. Like no, no, close, oh. close. <laughs> like with a C. Oh, the band. Gotcha. <laughs> like yes. with a C. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with a Q. So uh, yeah, I mean these guys are they've, like I said they've been around for a while. They they've actually they're actually technically on WWE for uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Mick, thank you. You're welcome. Um, for the thing I know wrestling, dreams, huh? is technically. Like, I knew you were. That's why I would. I just kind of like. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't watched wrestling in probably about ten years. So the yeah, fact so. that I knew that is is definitely a shot in the dark. I was not expecting I'd know that. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I mean, these guys are really, they're very, I mean, they're just kind of like that hometown rock sound. Uh, the guy's voice is really cool. It, it has, again, going with Clutch, I think is be the closest thing to it. Okay. Yeah, his voice has that kind of like southerny kind of sound to it. Oh. Um, like some buck, not buck cherry, what was it, black, black soul, what was it? Blackstone cherry. Black so, that's the one, thing. yeah. Yep. That's what I was going to yep, say. that's another good way to put it. Um, I came into these guys when their album Shine came out in 2009. So most of the stuff that I know is off that album and, and further. Um, but, I mean, they've had the same lineup since day one, which, first of all, that's very unheard of. Nice. Uh, and especially since they're from 96. I mean, that's, what, 24 years, roughly? So, I mean, that's... that's Yeah. That's a... That math checks out. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> math Good, core. Thank you. Good. <laughs> math core. No, bad. Bad llama. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, overall, these guys are great. I mean, if you if you if you like Clutch, if you like Buck, uh, Blackstone Cherry, I mean, this would be the one to go to. They also do a really good cover of uh, Dirty Diane, it's a Michael Jackson cover. Ah, also Michael Jackson again. See how he keeps popping up in conversation. See? That's going to uh, keep is, going. Man. Is you Annie wait. okay? No, but Dirty Diane is dead. Not uh, sure. Ah, oh, I I gave you the perfect opportunity to say their name. Ah, oh, whatever. All right, fair it's enough. Not Annie, yeah. it's Ann is. It's not Annie is. Get away, Dave. Get your shit together. Sorry, I'm just gonna exit the podcast now. J.K., I'm gonna uh, talk about my band. So, uh, I found this band actually. Believe it or not, something good came out of Facebook sponsored ads. That sounds stupid, right? How ridiculous does that sound? I'm kind of ashamed to admit that. Like something came came out like wow i actually enjoy this like i saw a video on a sponsored ad for this band and their song and i listened to it and after like 30 seconds of listening to it i found myself listening to the whole song the band is called everest everest with two r's not one so not the mountain correct and they are out of texas they have that a song no sense they have a song called long way down that i actually really enjoy i like it that makes I think, more sense. Hey, 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 now, come on, now, let's let's be nice. Um, it's a mountain, and it's all the way down. I uh, this is a good hidden gem because it only has 20, 26,386 monthly listeners on Spotify. That's true. I like it. I really like this song. I like Everest. Uh, if you check them out, you won't be disappointed. They're they're kind of like a. I was trying to like pin it, and it's almost like a a rock metal kind of punky electronic sound like it's strange like it's like they they go ac across like four genres but <clears throat> i i really enjoy them and i like this song um i found them on a on a 
So I, I saw I saw this video for Long Way Down on a Facebook sponsored ad, and I was like, wow, like you know that's okay, whatever. And I put it down. And then like weeks later, I was like, why do I have this chorus in my head? And I was like, oh wait, that's from that that band. I was like, wait a minute, they're catchy. They're in my head. Like I need to talk about them. I like them. Um, they don't they don't scream a lot. I don't think they scream at all. I think they're more like they're just like a I don't know rock. They're more rock than they are metal, I guess. But I don't know. I, there's just something about that. Like there's like an X factor with them, and I can't put my finger on. I don't know what exactly it is that I like about this band, but this band in this song I really enjoy. So. Everest, long way down. First choice. I stand by my answer. Final answer, Regis. Final answer. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. So I did decide that I was going to go in the order of popularity. So You're like my wrong. second most popular band <laughs> that like I decided to pick as my hidden gem has 93,182 monthly listeners on Spotify. Nice. This band is called Wolfheart. <clears throat> That's a cool name. Wolfheart. The bio off of uh, Spotify is a melodic death metal outfit designed and directed by prolific Finnish metal maker Tuomas Sakinen. Uh, this band, right, this band formed in 2013. Um, okay, this is why this is why this band is like so awesome because they have like a sound so so like melodic deathcore. Like that's all you had to. That's all you had to. Like melodic deathcore and like Finnish or Swedish. Like you put all that together, you whip it up in like a bowl, and like what comes out is fucking epic. Like these Fair guys enough. have like these guys have like a sound. Let me. They have the storytelling ability in their in their instrumentals, like kind of a thing. That like you can you can actually listen to like these guys like instrumental and probably be like very satisfied, and I I mean vocally he he's got a he's got a deathcore scream, it's a deathcore grindy scream kind of a thing. Um, this is even the uh, me find. I'm sorry, I'm gonna digress like a smidge here. Let me find the <laughs> actual song. People who don't drink beer Spidge, are just yeah. people who drink beer but don't. Where are you? Okay, <laughs> the song that you actually want to listen to first, and it's actually not on like their their top their top list on Spotify, is a song called Boneyard. Fair enough. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me see. For yeah. the two of us, who can actually hear it. Let me do this. Let me do the do the old search button. Boom. Single. Hey. All right. This is the song that, Boneyard is the song that actually makes makes me fall in love with like Wolfheart. It's um they're long. They're instrumental, they're long, they're crazy, but they have a sense like this is like the this is like the deathcore metal that I that I grew up with. This is Dismember, this is um Amon Amarth. This is even Cradle of Filth to like a certain extent, like kind of a thing. Like the tone of an instrumental isn't like a deep necessarily chug. It's like there's a certain beauty to it. And like the heavy mm-hmm. vocals like above it and then like the the theatrics and like the, the, the harmony like to it. Like this band is fucking cool. And the fact that I, I've never heard of them until like last week 
offends me. <laughs> How dare you, people who didn't tell me <laughs> of this dare. band? Like, there, there's so much good stuff like going on, like kind of here. Like, this is like this is like the music that, like tells stories. This is the music that like, like I don't. Th- this is a whole production like yeah. kind of a thing. It's mm-hmm. layered. It's very layered. It's yeah. very. Oh, it's, it's incredibly. It's done layered. really well. And if you actually like like watch the videos of like these guys, like they're very. I mean, obviously they're they're from like across the pond kind of a thing. So like they they had the opportunity to play like some pretty big festivals <clears throat> like kind of a thing, and the full stage outfit like kind of a deal. There's fire. Right. There's there's visuals like. Oh, I love fire. <laughs> so fire, as far fire. as far as like a hidden gem and like what America should have been appreciating like all along, Wolfheart is definitely on my list right there. Specifically, Boneyard. Check it out. Fair enough. Do it. Or don't, and then you suck. <laughs> or don't. Whatever. Good. That's um. It. That's all I have to so say about for that. my next one. Now, this is a band that I've listened to for a while, and they're he's technically because it's technically one person. Uh, I mean, they're this man has been everywhere, I guess, for the term. Uh, he's known as technically the godfather of dubstep, would be the word to use. Huh. Uh, the band that I'm going for is Cell Dweller, um, who is led by multi musician Clayton. The guy looks like an anime character, so that's cool. That's a good start. Um, but, I mean, this guy has so much music. Like, if you just go to the YouTube, I mean, the, the Spotify alone, as opposed to, like, singles and albums, it just keeps going. Like, it doesn't end. Like, this guy has been literally, that's all he does is just make music for everything you can think of. Um, originally, where I found these guys was um, Need for Speed Most Wanted. It was the game. Yeah, uh, they did a song with Styles of Beyond. Yeah, Styles of yeah, Beyond. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. yep. Fort Minor, uh, which I believe was uh, Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter okay. yep. was a song. That's right. Um, so that and there was like an ATV game that I played, which had um, uh, own little world on it, which is probably one of more of their heavier stuff, or his stuff, I should say. Yeah. But um, all in all, I mean, the thing is, is with Cell Dweller is it, he has that that metal aspect to a lot of his music, but it, it's so dimensional in that he has like all this electronic stuff that goes in and out of it mm-hmm. uh example if you take the song own little world and the chorusy parts where he sings or should i say the versy parts where he sings it's all like edm there's no instruments and then when huh. he goes to the screaming parts it's all instruments and it's all like crazy heavy it's it's cool like the way he okay. does it formulated um, differently yeah this, yeah so i mean he's done a lot of scores for video games um, nice He's done, again, Need for Speed. He's done, um, oh, God, I, just, I literally just looked at it, too. Uh, he has a zombie one, which is oh. uh, for Dead Rising. Well, he was in that one. He's got music for Killer Instinct. Um, he does, actually, me and Marcus have used it for a Halloween show. He does a Halloween version, like the song, the Halloween theme song. Like, this he is Halloween? Like, no, like oh. the actual horror movie Halloween. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars stuff, um, he has a song with Asking Alexandria, hmm. uh, which is called uh, A Lesson Never Learned, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like the, the way that it's put together, it's all over the place. It's great. Okay. 
Um, also, he has a, a clash-up, which is called Miss Murder's Personal Jesus, which contains elements of AFI's Miss Murder and uh, the song Personal Jesus. I mean, so he does all kinds of mashups. I mean, every album is like 30 songs long because he does different versions of each song. Yeah. I mean, if you if you have a style of music, you can probably find it in his catalog. Cool. Like, I mean, he's just, he's all over the place. Yeah, he's everywhere. Um, pretty much. Uh, his um, self-titled Cell Dweller album is the one that I started with and has probably more, most of the rock stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, the guy's incredible what he can do. Cool. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, he does a Bigos, uh, Bee Gees cover, which is called uh, the song Tragedy, which is kind of interesting. It's, it's a neat approach on that. That's but different, every yeah. song has like Every song has so much, so many elements in it, and it's just like, it's crazy. How much work that man puts into his stuff, right. but uh, if, I mean, if you if you like the electronic stuff with the, the the rock and stuff, I mean, this would be your way to check out. I mean, this is this is what I call a rabbit hole because he has so much stuff, and once you get in there, you just get lost. Right. But yeah, that would be my second hidden gem of Fair a man. Enough. Fair enough. That's I mean I've so I remember playing Need for Speed. Um, but I you probably not... remember that song. Yeah, I don't do remember it specifically. Thing? I just I used to play. A... Oh, okay, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what it is. Okay, yeah, I can hear it. Great, thanks, Marcus. Appreciate it. Uh, my second choice. <laughs> Did he play it? <laughs> yeah, my uh, because uh, I was thinking, and uh, so I used to use the uh the Nissan Skyline. That's what I'd use in that Need for Speed game uh, in Underground, yep. you know. And I used that Mustang yep. for a little while. And they had, uh, anyway, we digress. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I actually loved that game. Anyway, uh, my second band is a band actually that I fell in love with. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I found them. I found them by accident. They're a they're an unsigned Connecticut band, and their name is Little Us. They have a song called Something Real that is awesome. Like they it, they did an immaculate job with that. I don't know what it is about that song, but like the the it's just eight thousand four hundred and sixty five monthly listeners. A true hidden gem. Well, the fact that they're mm-hmm. look, I like these guys. I like these guys a lot. They have a little bit of an electronic sound. They use like some keyboard stuff in their music, but they're very smooth. Uh, everything is very like. It's just it it kind of take it reminds me of like red, it's like red combined with, hmm. I don't I don't even know. Like what would you compare this sound to? I don't know, but I don't know, but I'm digging it so far. Hold on, let me get into this. <laughs> I actually so I'm digging it so far. Fun fact: I reached out to these guys on behalf of the podcast because I was like, "You guys are local to New England. I'd love to have you on and like feature your stuff to get you out because mm-hmm. we love your stuff. Like I love this song." Like, Wait, did they say no to us? Because now they're complete dicks. No, no, they said they'd like to, uh, okay. but we're we're in the process of that, like you know, like the overlapping messages scenario, where like we send messages back and forth, and no one's right. as long as we're considered, up. you're cool. Yeah, but <laughs> touche. So they actually have uh, three vocalists because the people that play everybody I dig the harm. The yes. harmonic like heaviness to it, right? Like it's very pretty, wait till you hear, but wait like, till you hear the hook. like there's wait, wait for it, bam, there it is. 
Move ahead, Bob. Oh, yeah. L live reaction reviews, buddy. Right? You're welcome. Even though nobody, nobody can see us because we're not recording I this. feel like this would like <laughs> be on a playlist with like Red and, and like Paramore. Yes. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it could definitely. Um, this is definitely reddish. I'd well, even link them to like a Linkin Park kind of sound. Not like necessarily in like I'll the take Red new with metal, like Chester's vocals, but cleaner. Right. Like not raspy. Yeah, like there's, not, there's not screaming. Like it's clean just, Chester. Right. I, I like them a lot. I love clean these guys. Chester I would love to have them on an episode. I clean think they, Chester over Red. I like yeah. that. Right? Clean Chester like, over if red. you guys haven't checked these guys out, check like them a, out. Like the band is called thing. Little Us. They're from Connecticut. They have a couple other songs and stuff. They've released an, uh, a couple other songs recently. But something real really struck me. Like, they use, Ew. like, piano and keyboard and, get like, you know, metal guitar riffs that are just like awesome and epic. Like the whole, like there, I just love mm -hmm. them. I don't know what it is. I just really love this band. Um, if you listen to this band and you don't share my love for them, that's fine. But uh, <laughs> I'd fine. probably think there's something wrong with you because this band, like, my thing is they don't do anything that's like where like I'm like, oh, I don't like that part. Like literally everything they did in this song specifically, I was like, wow, like I could. I could get behind this. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> if you did an entire album with this sound, I would buy it ten times over. Like, these guys are talented. They're awesome, and they're definitely a hidden gem. I feel like people should pay attention to these guys because I think they're going to blow up. Like, I could picture oh. this at, you yeah. know, festivals. Yeah. See, if watch what's about to happen right here. See, watch. See. Boop. Uh, I'm proud of you. Just add it to the personal It's good, playlist. right? Isn't it good, though? I can't buy this. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Give, give me your thoughts on this song. Now Dave's off of uh, headphones. It's kind of yeah. lame. And boring. No, this is cool. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's, like, there's a certain, like, heaviness to it. But, like, it's, like, it's mm -hmm. like pretty but heavy. Mm. Kind of. A, I, I like the No, definitely. Okay, now this just happened. I know everybody can't. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, guys. You can't. You can't actually hear this. But like, like the what would normally be where like a solo would be like turned into like a keyboard solo. But like, there's still like heavy like guitar riff behind it, mm. and it's like, okay, weird, but cool, <laughs> weird, but nifty. It's different. All right, Dave left, so I'm gonna say that I'm up. So I didn't do yeah, this on purpose, but like my next, I have two more bands that I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, present to you, and I guess both of them are from Boston, Massachusetts. I didn't know cool. I didn't know this first one was from Boston, Massachusetts, but this first band that I'm gonna actually present to you is called uh, Revocation. Oh, nice. We like local. Local's fun. I did it on accident though. I didn't know Revocation was from Boston, Massachusetts. Well, maybe we could Boston, get him Massachusetts on the show. was founded by guitarist and vocalist well, David Davidson and bassist and vocalist Anthony Buddha. Can't trust anyone named Dave. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck Dave's. Yeah, Dave sucks. All right. The cool thing about Revocation is their um, there's a certain complexity to like their sound. Like they actually list themselves as like a progressive death metal band. So they're a death metal band that has progressive influences. But the cool thing is, if you go through like their whole catalog, they really touch like all kinds of genres. Like they don't really commit themselves to one. But they like to be heavy. Plus, 
if you're like one of those people that likes to get really, really crazy, they have this vi- this music video out. It's actually really entertaining. It's uh, The song is called The Grip Titans. The music video actually features them dressing up as completely elderly people performing to an old folks home. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So there's a comical aspect to it. Right. Like kind of a thing. Like they but despite the video, like they take themselves like very, very seriously, like with their like with their complexity and their, their range and like whatnot. So you're gonna hear one song, it's gonna be like, Oh dude, this is like death metal. You're gonna hear like another song, it's like, Oh dude, this is like completely progressive. You're gonna hear this other song that's right. just gonna like completely like blow you away. You're gonna be like so confused. It's like, is this the same band? Like what are we doing? Like they <laughs> like to push the boundaries mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing. Once I once I actually like found them and like kind of like started listening to it, and then I found out they're from fucking Boston, Massachusetts. How the fuck have I not seen you yet? <laughs> like we go to a lot of shows. I so. go to a ton of shows. Like how is this even possible? Like it's not even. So I was going by popularity, monthly listeners on Spotify, just to just to share my numbers is sixty thousand three hundred and twelve. Nice. No. It's a solid number. It's a fucking embarrassment. They need more. Higher numbers. You know what, though? We <laughs> demand it. So if I was going to tell you, you know why you wouldn't like revocation, like revocation, revocation, whatever, whatever they want to call themselves? If you have to you have to have like a death, like a deathcore vibe kind of a ear, but like take deathcore and protest a hero. Fair enough. Okay. Take deathcore and. Very noodly. Like take deathcore and clutch, as an example, like, with, some, with like something very complex, but it's heavy. Like it's heavy. It's very visual. It's like their their album mm-hmm. stuff is like is very is very visual. Like kind of a thing. Their videos are cool. Like obviously, you know, they mm-hmm. they take themselves like to a like a certain level of. Like I said, I I, I point out that video where they uh, they dress up like as all kinds of like elderly people and. Like play to like a like an old folks home kind of a thing. It's like that's <laughs> taking yourself to like a certain like to a certain seriousness kind of a thing. It shows dedication. But you're also having fun with it. It's like, dude, it's like listen, exactly. we're, we're having fun with this. We're gonna play death metal in front of like a bunch of old people and why not? It's actually a really well do done video. Remember that uh remember that news article that came out about the two guys that escaped from an old folks home to go to a metal festival? Yep. Remember when metal festivals were a thing? One? Pepperidge Farm nope. remembers. I'll actually, I'll actually save that link. So if you look in, if you look in the uh, the episode, the episode uh, notes and like whatnot, like the link to their video will will be in there. <clears throat> I assure you. But um, Boston Mass natives, like I said, there's a Can't lot of wrong. complexity there. Like so, if you want something that's like, it's like heavy but very complex. Like we've been making fun of math metal. Like I think that's cool. All, all night tonight. I mean, I'm not making fun of it. I like I said, I respect anybody who can make it. I've just never been into mathcore. I don't. I don't appreciate it. It's um. Right. It, it's definitely. It's definitely. Yeah. You, you have to. You have to have the right ear for this kind of stuff. Like I like. I was talking to Dave earlier today. Like my buddy, uh, my my best friend from a high school, Ryan, is like a very technical musician kind of a thing. And like this is the stuff that he would be into. Yeah. Kind of a thing and. I feel like this actually slipped through both of our fingers. Like even when he was local, it's like, what the fuck were we doing? With that? <laughs> Too much pot, man. Like, 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 to, <laughs> Too much. Like, did you pack a Tacoma full or? 
Oh, no. <laughs> Are we back to that? <laughs> we weren't yep. talking about drummers earlier. I'm just saying. We can reference On it. weed. <laughs> you ever been a drummer on weed, man? Yep. <laughs> All right, revocation, Fairness. bud. Revocation. Fairness. What do you got, Anthony? What's next? I think um, just before I start mine, um, if you want to make a playlist out of this, Marcus, I think we I should. I you mine. And yeah. then that way you can we can post it. That way you have a general Definitely. taste of of the music in which we are presenting. Right. Since, since we don't have the uh, financial stability to be able to play said music, so uh, yeah. you know we don't own the rights cool. to any of this music. So we're just going to talk about it. We're not going to actually play it for you. I mean, we can sing it, but it'll probably be really bad. <laughs> could it be? Could it be? It's something <laughs> real. <laughs> Sorry, go. little us. Love you guys. On, you, you guys are vocalists. You I should be all over this. I, can't I don't. Do that. I don't. Uh, I've never covered your song before. I don't think that cu- that counts. But we'll see. Still love you guys' music. That's awesome. But what, what do you got, bud? Um. So my my next one is actually a more recent band in which actually a buddy of mine that I work with um, kind of bestowed upon me. Ah, turned um, me on too. Yep, I wouldn't say turned on, but so why not? Don't worry about it. Why do we only apply uh, that so, to dark things? Like, <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't heard it, I would like Marcus to play the first song by this band known as Contrast that Contrast? I put in like, the playlist. I believe see- this song is DJ. Contrast, like C-O-N-T-R-U-S-T? K. K. Hey, DJ? Yeah, so, hey, DJ would be the one, yeah. Here it comes. So, now, I'm going to read the genres in which um, Wikipedia puts for this band. So, it is new metal. Is it? it? Crossover. It is dance pop, and it is folk metal. What? How? Yeah, figure that shit out. Oh, good dance three. pop and folk metal. Uh, also, if you'd like to see Spotify has fans also like for this band, you have Skindred, Infected Rain, Diablo Swing Orchestra, and Pain. So, I mean, you're all over the place. Dave's raising his hand. hand. You can go to the bathroom. I have a question. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, is the lead vocalist uh, male or female, Anthony? I think you get one of Depends. each. You get one of each. Uh, so, the crossover band has actually a Polish front woman. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I'm Polish, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> Just <laughs> the band is famous. I am a hot dog. Thank you for the visual. <laughs> <laughs> that's none of your business. Um, so the the band is famous for wearing lederhosen. We've so all been cool. there. Uh, the lyrics are predominantly in English, though German and Slavic languages have like also it. been incorporated. It's diff- It's catchy. It's like I'm super kind of catchy. ashamed that it I was like so it. weird for like so long, but then it just got like then the hook hit, and you're like, okay, my head's yep, moving. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, these guys are uh, all their songs, and and they're all a little different. Um, some are a lot heavier than others. Some are actually pretty poppy, I guess would be the term. But uh, I mean, if we've known anything about me in this time on this podcast, it's that I like different. I enjoy things that are not like everything else. And I think this band is good at that. Um, the the second vocalist, which I believe he's Australian, if I'm correct. Austrian. Um, I don't know. <laughs> probably the same. Um, but uh, he's got this kind of like 
what, what, what would be, what would it be similar to his voice? Almost like a skin dread. I, I would say definitely skin dread. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. yeah. So he has kind of kind of that like weird, like sloppy, angry, squishy sound. I guess. I, I kind of hear that. a little bit of angry, static. <laughs> Truthfully, I hear a little <laughs> bit of static in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Of, it's There's a little Wayne like there. The, like it's the a little Wayne. There's a little Wayne static in this. Yeah, I, I could get into it. A little it. Wayne static. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, the hook's a big thing, and these guys are mad catchy. And it's funny because that part in the in the um, Hey DJ song where it's kind of like in the chorus, where it's like that's actually the girl that sings that part. Wow. You, yeah, it's actually pretty surprising. Yeah. Hey, the chorus. DJ. Uh, wait, wait. The chorus <laughs> is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the music video, yeah. Um. I mean, overall, they're, they're, they're very different. Um, definitely, if you want something kind of out of the box, uh, catchy, heavy at times, kind of punky maybe even, that would be the one to check out. Uh, the band is Contrast. Fair enough. I can dig it. Wow. Definitely out of left field, but I can dig it. Dude, they like completely like hook you in though. Like, uh, like when uh, it gets actually, like when it like gets into it, you're just like, okay, hold up. When What's the up? when I realize when I realize the, <laughs> the beginning of the chorus hitting, I kind of get a POD feel now too. Well, I think that's well, like the thing. Metal like, is it's in like, their genres, so yeah, I feel like a Wayne <laughs> Static meets POD meets. Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like it's it's there. I like what they're doing. Okay. I could get they're, behind they're it. Good time. Am I next? Uh, no, I'm next. Yes, sir. No, he's next. I'm, but I'm thank next, you so though. much for skipping me, as I'm not a real member of the podcast. Oh, yeah. did you not go? <laughs> no, he went. It's my turn. Oh, okay. I'll shut up. No, you're good. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, I thought you just did Little Us. We did, we, I did, and Us then you them. went to him, and then he went to that, so it's my turn again. Okay. You did Revocation, then he did this. He did... So it's okay. Back to, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? Uh, when hosts aren't paying attention, that's all. Like that's this, all just... my third band is a band that I've recently discovered, and it's called Absence of Despair. This is a good band. They have a song called "Bite My Tongue" that is out right now. That surprisingly, I didn't really like. Four hundred and thirty-six monthly <laughs> listeners. <laughs> when you ask me for hidden gems, I'm I'm talking fully hidden. Four hundred and thirty-six. Hundred. Unless I spelled it wrong. Absence of despair. Nope. No, that's that's it. There's their bite my tongue song, is uh. Here it is. Here it is. It's so a hidden gem. Four hundred and thirty-six monthly listeners, Anthony. <laughs> Oh boy. Dave does good with homework. He does anyway. Uh, I was I didn't know how to feel at first when I heard "Absence of Despair," and then I heard mm -hmm. this song and I heard the intro and I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind it, right? And then I heard the chorus and I was like, wow, like they went clean. Wow, like okay, I could do this. I could dig this. I love heavy to clean. I love yeah. it. Like I love, 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 love. If you have not checked out "Absence of Despair," I would highly recommend them, specifically for this song. I think it rips. I think it's awesome. I think they have potential. <laughs> I think that they are on the cusp of something cool, and I think that they kind of bring something different to the table. Because listen to the lulls. There's like a lull in every song, and then lull. they like hit you with the clean, and it's just like so much powerful, right, so much more powerful. Yeah, if we're like mosh pitting, we can take a break. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need to take the break to sing the hook, you know? Here it is. 
I get like a. <laughs> yeah. That face could be different. It's different for sure. It's like unexpected. Like the first time you hear it, and you're like, "Wait a second. I thought they were screaming." And they're like, "Wait, no, they're okay, okay." His scream's so cool. I dig him a lot. I like Absence of Despair. I like him. And this song specifically, I think. Look what's happening right now. Oh, oh! Made it to the playlist. There you go. Dave knows how to pick them. Hidden gems. Let's Dude. go. Don't Absence tell Dave though. Man. I mean, my God! Like, if there's anybody with a big head on the podcast, it's Dave. <laughs> uh, Absence of despair. Bite my tongue. I really like the song. Um, I like the band. I like their overall sound. I think they can go in so many different directions that they have uh, a whole bunch of potential. Pretty much any way they want to go. Um, this is a band that I can totally get behind. Definitely a hidden gem. Totally unheard of for a lot of people, but I actually really enjoy them. Fair enough? Yes. Yes. Big-headed Dave, done with his comments on the third band he picked. Big-headed Dave. (laughs) I love how you take everything I say so seriously. BHD. I take everything (laughs) seriously. All right. Would that be fat-headed Dave? I am going to beat your monthly listeners. (laughs) With a lower number? 427. Oh, was that 10? 10 listeners less? I don't remember what your number was. I'm just hoping it was lower than this. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so it actually turns out, like, these guys are actually like a local band also. I'm talking about Patient Zero. Okay. I've heard of them before. Prior to this. Yeah, we've... Yeah. Yeah, they're around here. They're around. They're around. They get around. Um, get around, get they around, are. get around. Well, that no, Beach Boys? No? No, no one? Okay. Hold on, I'm trying to find... Wow. I have... So, Patient Zero... <laughs> We're going to ad-lib this. So, Patient Zero, they have, like, that, that, that cool... That, that cool um, level of, like, heaviness, like, the cool level of, like, cleanness, and... One of the things that actually drew me is they have a really cool heavy metal cover of a pop song that should not be a heavy metal song. I'm talking about <laughs> LMM, LMFAO shots. Oh, man. But you would think that if you were going to cover a heavy metal version of shots, it was going to be actually annoying, just like the original song. But this is actually <laughs> pretty good. Like, if I saw, like, Patient Zero and they busted out some shots, like, I could get behind this. I'd be, like, like arms pumping, like, shots, <laughs> shots, 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 shots. It's got great guitar. Like, the guitar rift is, like, spot on. It's got great drum action. Fair enough. Okay. I, I like them. I love. I, I love pop songs to get turned into metal songs <laughs> just to stick it to the pop songs well no because you know what how many <laughs> pop songs have you ever heard in like a metal version it's like dude that's better than the fucking original Ooh, that's uh, usually the case. I can to... I can name two right off the bat lollipop by framing yes 
Framingham, that was great. Framingham exactly. Lee Lollipop is like amazing. I'd say and blank I prevailed. Space. I was blank space. Yes. Blank yep, space. That's what I was. Okay. All right. We're on the same wavelength. It's better yeah. than the fucking original. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It way it, it totally is. Like it's like so better than the original. So like something like this comes out, it's like, dude, like this is like one of those things. Like, dude, I can make a metal version of that song, and then like I I look it up. It's like, oh, Patient Zero did it. But it's good because they don't ruin the original. You know, I don't want to say ruin, but they don't stray from it so much that you don't know what's going on. You know no, what I mean? No, exactly. Like some, they just make some it... covers where like it just it completely changes the song, and you're like, I don't even know. Like the lyrics are the same, but there's no right. anything behind it. Like right. I have no idea where I am. Uh, like, we transpose this multi-dimensional three layers later. Uh, you're like, wait a minute, this is a new song. Pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> Why didn't you just write a new song? Moody, you know, so some of down did um. Metro. Metro. It's completely different. Right. Way better. It though. is. Way better. It's like when any band does something different. It's the same thing when uh, Disturbed did, you know, all their covers of old. They did a couple, but, you know, same thing. Totally different sound to a classic song. I just. Genesis. Yeah. Now, if I was going to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. The earlier rounds of Patient Zero, you can tell that they kind of produce themselves. The mix is a little bit off, and you have to like kind of like go in with like that kind of mindset, like kind of a thing. But their newer stuff, the production value is like a lot better. Their quality is a lot better. It's clean. the The vocalist is has a deep, dark, heavy metalcore scream. Is that me? <laughs> No, so, it, I'm sorry. The camera like stops right right here, Muddy. He's like, "What's up?" But <laughs> Patient Zero in the Boston area, I know they're getting some traction. They were, I mean, they were getting some traction before like the fucking world ended, like six weeks ago. But right. Patient Zero in the Boston area is is where it's at. Like these guys are fucking cool. I agree. I could get behind them. Hell yeah! I like it. Ew. I said I like it. What do you think I said? Okay, whatever. And I'm Moving very happy on. because they gave you like one new metal style band and all kinds of heavy. So John Shoemaker, check this shit out, buddy. Shoemaker! <laughs> all the way down there in Jersey. Let's get it, son. Let's open you Jersey. up to some new bands. Please don't open I, uh, it up. That's illegal. Is it? This is me? Is I it my so. turn? Or is it your turn? Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Go. It's my turn. It's still my turn. We're not even fighting you, bro. So, if Marcus wants to play the first one off of my band, the last one. No, he doesn't. Uh, this is a band that I listened to <laughs> uh, in high school. Ooh. Which I believe I showed Marcus these guys slightly. The song Your Hands, I think, has made it to your playlist, if I'm correct. Um, the band is Uriah. Um, which can be confusing because if you go on Spotify, there's, I think, two bands called Uriah. One of them's like a Christian band, <laughs> like a weird like gospel thing. Isn't that weird? And one of them is, a, I think the other one's like a, like a rap band. So the one you're looking for, uh, they have one album from 2007 called Letters in Blood. Um, these guys as a whole are phenomenal. The guitar work, the drum work, 
the the vocalist has a unique voice on his own, but he does this weird thing where his like clean vocals go into screams in one take, and then huh. they come back. It's very it's, it's super interesting. That's the way that layered. Yeah, no, and so like even uh, they have on their Facebook they have two uh, live videos from their shows, and I mean everything sounds just the same. Mind you, their guitar work that's only one guitarist too. Which is pretty impressive that he does all that shit himself. Wow. Yeah, right. So that, that's, a, that's a star in my book. The unfortunate thing is I seem to find these really good bands that die out really quickly. Yeah. So this band uh, has their album from 2007, and that's it. That's it. They're, they haven't done anything since. Dang, that's unfortunate. So, unless you count the gospel music that came out Jeez. in 2017. I wonder if somebody took the name and like ran with it to another band. Maybe. That'd be Maybe. rude. It's very possible. That's a very rude thing to do. I can well, behind I mean, unfortunately, I mean, these guys are, are fantastic. Like I said, his vocals are, are unique in their own right. They're heavy. They got, you know, good breakdowns, the, the solos. I mean, like I said, they're, they're the whole package. They get everything that you need in a probably, what would be the, the genre in which you'd rate this? Maybe, was it metalcore, technically? Would that be the, the, the um, term? See, that's... If you had to pick I, I have such a hard time like placing some of these genres, right? Like, ish, yeah, because like mm-hmm. it's clean enough, but it's still heavy. Yeah, right. Like kind of a thing, and there's like the right amount of screen. Yeah, I would say like metalcore, hard. This kind of reminds me of Red, also though. It sounds like Red, right? Okay. Do you get that or no? Is it just me? Am Maybe I talking out vocals. of vocals? Yeah, that's how I mean vocally. I, I didn't mean. I, I, it's usually what I mean, like. But, I get, uh, I get again, like a kind of red vibe. Are, are fantastic. I mean, like they they got the breakdowns in there. I mean, they got that little bit of hook. The vocals are really good. I mean, should I say the lyrics are really good because they don't really repeat as much and, and nice. they kind of flow pretty pretty decently. But they're yeah. they're more unique in the fact that it's not like three words in a chorus. Like they have like a good kind of like follow yeah. through. It's it's neat. And all those songs seem to kind of blend together because if you listen to Follow Me, it goes directly in the cursed road and, and it works very well. I mean, the whole album alone, I think, was produced very well. Cool. But I, I mean, like they said, they're oh, I've never, fun. I've never heard Curse Road before. Like, this is wow, wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They got they got the the squeals in there, which I'm all for. So that's fun. Ugh. They're good. I enjoy them. All right, Dave. Oh, watch what's happening right here, friends. buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another heart. I'm proud of you, bud. You know, I came to Epiphany the other day. Did you? Between 1994 and 2004, heavy metal fans knew how to party. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But it's so funny because if you watch the, the um, that was like the transition. two live shows, the two live shows for these guys, you can tell it's like early 2000s. They got like the big white pants. They got the, the faux hawks. I mean, it's so like 2000s. Like, I'm telling you, 94 and 04. We knew how to party, man. Like I've had, I've been it's, listening it's, to like these crazy playlists, like based on like in that genre. I did a, I did a spine shank Spotify playlist. Ah, spine shank. Yep. It doesn't even fucking play spine shank. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me like everybody <laughs> in the area, yeah, well. and like one song yeah. from spine shank. It's like, yeah, this was spine shank. Okay. And here's everybody else who was there in that era, and like you just like listen to that yeah. music, and it's like, dude, I remember Dracula Logic, dude. Yep. I remember American Head up, Charge, yep. dude. I remember mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, dude. We That's knew how crazy. to part. We knew how to party back yep. then. 
Yeah. Like we just loved fucking having fun, right? Yeah, that's true. I'd agree. So true. I have one final band, guys, as a hidden gem. Yeah, you should definitely. Uh, we actually saw these guys live Not at sure. the Static X show. Their name is Led to Day? Believe. The band oh. that I'm talking about is called Led to Believe. Uh, they had a, a recent change-up with their front man. Uh, so the new one is the one that we saw at the show. I thought they put on a good show. I don't know if you guys remember their show. Uh, they have a new album out called Parasites. Uh, that was in 2019, which was pretty good. Uh, 2018, they had a single called The Deal. And these guys, I just like them. They're from Rhode Island. They're a metalcore band. They're solid. Their live performance is solid. Like, when I can say that your performance is solid as a live musician, that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's what I'm more concerned about with any kind of musician. But, like, if you can say that they're good live, then... We saw this band? Yes, we did. Yes. I still I still have their uh their business card from their merch table when we saw them at Static X. I don't know if they played this song, so that's probably why you're Main stage or lounge stage? Lounge. Hmm. Yeah. I like them a lot though. I don't know what it is. And I'm not hmm. really big into metalcore, but for a metalcore hmm. band, I really like them. Hmm. Hmm. I think Dave's lying. <laughs> Dave is lying on the podcast again. <laughs> you don't. You've never heard this. Like the fans, the people listening right now can't can't hear your reaction, but you're giving me that like side eye view type thing. Like I don't remember. Anything I that, want I, to I, like this, uh, but I've never heard it. I type don't recall look. anything. This the guitar awesome. works pretty impressive, though. I don't. Recall, I like it. I don't recall anything this awesome. Right? It's awesome, <laughs> isn't it? Good. That's what I'm saying. Led to believe is a great band, and they did a great live performance. They're from Rhode Island. Like, I want to reach out to these guys and see if they'll come and give us an episode. Truthfully. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. Led to believe. I love them. I like them a lot. They have talent. They're skilled. They're like they're really good. I think they're underrated. Right. I think this is like the see hidden gem right of. Oh, see. See, you like you like music Dave likes. You think I'm all about, you know, Linkin Park and Three Doors Down. I like Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> I like these guys a lot. If you guys haven't checked out Led to Believe, check out their single The Deal. Check out their album Parasites. All of it's good. They're metalcore. They're from Rhode Island. Excellent band. I can tell you from experience that live, they do a great show. I was not expecting to see them. Like, I didn't go to the Static X show like, hey, I want to go see Led to Believe. But then they played, and I was like, wow. Monthly listeners, 28. (laughs) (laughs) Hidden gem. It is, though, right? (laughs) I mean, I think that qualifies. Right? But listen to this music, though. Like this is this is a hidden gem. Oh, it's completely it? retarded. Like right? this is like through the flood, like in, Mass, in like fucking New England. This is. I think they're a great band. I love their music, and I kind of wanted to. I want to start with like the most popular people I could think of, and then I wanted to end with this because they just did such a good job. And they're like, I don't know, they're just cool guys. I got to talk to them at their merch table for a while, and they're pretty chill. Why do I not remember these guys? I don't know. It was probably in between shows. Were we not standing there? We were. Like all of us? Yes. Uh, because you started the pushy part. 
uh, at the lounge area instead of the big main stage. That's when you first started shoving me into people bigger than me, thinking it was funny. And then you did it at the main stage into that like oh, biker I, guy that was like 300 pounds with a ponytail. I don't understand what your mosh pit. And I looked at you like, did you really just try to make me start a mosh pit with the only Hell's Angel in the crowd? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're, all, we're all friends here. You know, Thanks, the weekend Mark. In, in singles. They're only strong in numbers. <laughs> But yes, I would just like everybody to know I never got lectured so much about starting mosh pits. <laughs> like when we left the Providence show, why is it always me that has to start it? Though, like, why do you shove? You could have shoved Anthony at any You're right point. There. <laughs> You're right there. Anthony knows better. He stands behind me. All I'm saying is, you made your choice, and it was clearly me being shoved into people. He's like, this douchebag is a fucking douchebag. I'm gonna stand behind him. Man, not I'll, you. You're like, I'm gonna sit right there. The only reason I didn't get hit in the mouth is because I immediately knew to look behind me. Like, what the fuck is your problem, I asshole? I've never had somebody complain so much you know? about being like in a mosh pit. I almost got punched in the throat by a 300-pound Hell's Angel. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, come on. Erroneous. Anyway. Erroneous. Anyway. Erroneous. Led to Believe is a great Erroneous. Band. And they have some great songs. You guys should check them out. And that's all I got for you. All right. Sign us up. All right, kids. This is going to do it for us in our Hidden Gems episode for 2020. All these erroneous accusations come erroneous. to you live from Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the only <laughs> place... Where you can get rock, metal, and beer reviews locally, nationally, and internationally. This is what we do, guys. We review beers, we review rock and metal music, and we do it because we love them all. We love you all as our listeners, and we hope that you all are staying safe during this lockdown Stay time. Stay safe. Keep your masks on. Do whatever your state legislature tells you to <laughs> do. Fuck masks. No matter yeah, how many, punished. no matter how, uh, you know stupid it may seem to you at the time just kind of go along with it i guess and we'll we'll all get out of this covid 19 situation together okay uh we love you all and we will catch you on the next episode he didn't even write that down man like he does that like off the cuff like every single week it's pretty impressive it's it's it is impressive it's impressive especially for someone who gets hit in the head so much in moss pits marcus one time <laughs> one fucking time <laughs> That's all it takes, man. That's all it takes. Yeah, only one good hit. That's all it takes, and then you're you're down a host. Yeah, one concussion. <laughs> <and you're laughs> well, one concussion, game over. I turn I turn over I turnovers been pretty good. Yeah, it's been alright. I love turnovers, especially Apple turnovers. Yeah, we're like eighty. Uh, I think we're at like eighty percent turnover right now. <laughs> of hosts. I Not even. No, no, no. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. 20. Oh, it's like 20% turnover. Yeah, I was going to say I'm 80%. Sorry, I'm, wow. I'm doing the big number. Like, I can't wait for Dave to leave. <laughs> this house sucks. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. You guys can't wait reference. for Marcus to leave. It's like, when's that guy going to just fucking drop dead? I, I get it. <laughs> no, we can't have that because then who would tell I us that the beer review is over? Fuck you, Dave. He's got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> this episode's over. This is the last episode for having over a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took, man. Look, guys, we have fun here. We want you guys to have fun listening to us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please hit us up on our social medias. Facebook, the Tweeter, the Instagood, the Snapface. Okay, we don't have one of those. But uh, follow us on Podomatic, Spotify, all that good stuff. Check us out on YouTube. We do have some videos up there from our reviews and other things from other episodes. Um, give us a follow, like, share, subscribe. Check us out. Let us know what you think. If you have any issues, go ahead and email us, right? 
HMO6PACK at gmail.com. That's right. Let us know your thoughts because we've already had a couple of top super fans hit us up. So if you we might hit us up, we might send you prizes if you email us and we use you as an email a day. Yeah, I uh, I owe Mr. Shoemaker a shirt, so I'm gonna get on that pretty quickly and uh, make we sure talk, that gets, we talked about it. That we, gets mailed out. We worked it out. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's the beer review, kids. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Adios. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at HMOA. 6pack.automatic.net Email HMOA6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.